0: perfection uh let's see i actually did the um i was i gonna say i was gonna do i don't even know i don't even know fuck let's just get into it everybody to the most awesome and Brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do and we have a dynamite episode 108 for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe leave five stars tell a friend shoot us an email at mab sports podcast at gmail.com i am Brandana and with me as always the corn king most awesome
1: Ooh, did you say corn king i did baby i did i like it and i i I just, I touch my face all the time. I don't know if I just, I'm doing this more now that I know I'm, I yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. I, is it me or do I love fucking touching my face? I don't know. Yeah.
0: You're all over it. Uh, that's why you just <laughs> got to put that beard on, but you're not allowed to grow facial hair, are you?
1: I ain't allowed to. Well, I just have mustaches. No mustaches. I can't draw, grow right. mustache. And no goatees. I can, get a little, I can get a little full beard going. Have I seen the full beard before? Nah, it's, my beard isn't nice. Like, it's not a full brandana beard like okay. yours. Like, it isn't sure. like. You know, a good guy, like a dude's beard. Mine's more like scraggly and okay. cubic face. Well, I'm just saying, you got free time on your hands. Maybe grow a beard with I know. It, see what happens. I'm going to.
0: We're all going to come looking out like Ben Rozzle's <laughs> beard after this is all said and done. Uh, all right, guys, we've got a jam packed episode 108. We're doing Rip from the Headlines QB Shake Em Ups 2020 edition. We're going to do MAB Date Night March Madness edition. Getting four basketball movies coming up over the next four weeks. Tackling this week out of the Tupac division above the rim. Uh, and then also we decided to just some point we're going to do a little map flicks and chill. Talk about a little guilty pleasure that we just got done watching. Let's talk a little, we'll talk a little bit about the, <laughs> the blind love. Let's do it. Love is blind.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Uh, We've got the Neapolitan Showdown. Top three phases that just showed up and took over. And just kind of at a hats off for, um, what is it? Social distancing. Yes. Yes. Everyone has heard that. And we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour power starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all
1: over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your summer. come on. All right, Riff from the Headlines QB, shake them up. 2020. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Because thank God for NFL free agency. It's the only yeah. thing that we've got going on in the sports world. And uh, a lot of QBs moving around town. Not actually moving. They're saying put in sure. their houses. Yeah. But they're moving to different teams.
0: Doesn't it feel a little, a little bit more active? Is it just because of the level of QB we have with like um, with Tom Brady, like greatest of all time, going to Tampa Bay? Or are there kind of
1: more quarterback moves than usual? Yeah, it seems a little more than usual, especially when you think of like the longevity. Tom Brady, you know, twenty plus seasons with the Patriots. Philip Rivers was there for you know fifteen plus seasons in L.A. Now moving to the to Indianapolis. Um, yeah, you, you you've just got a lot of kind of bigger name guys yeah. moving around than you weren't normally anticipating.
0: Like Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, we could say those are you know uh cams obviously has injury problems but you know uh top top 10 guys at least for production if you kind of ignore james winston's interceptions which is absolutely fucking impossible to do
1: right Uh, it's a tough (laughs) tough look way
0: uh so we got bridgewater to the panthers um brady to tampa bay Fools to chicago philip rivers to indy uh what's some other highlights i'm missing take me through the
1: list um well i mean obviously you've got dak prescott getting franchise tag ty and uh Ryan Tannehill signing that big four year one eighteen million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Um Mariota moves to the Raiders. I know that's not a big shake 'em up. Got a lot of the guys. Brian Hoyer signing back with the Patriots after let go by being let go by the Colts, which would be interesting. Is he gonna be the guy that's gonna fill in? You know, he's been there before. Um And you you mentioned Nick Foles getting traded for a fourth-round pick, which means the mustache. Yep, Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Is he taking over the helm, or is Jacksonville making a play in the draft to get themselves a QB? Yeah,
0: that's kind of funny. So let's take this through each kind of one team at a time. Maybe the uh, easiest on the macro would probably be Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. It's pretty pretty clear why they want to make that move. Tom's in let's win now mode uh Bruce Arians is doing a fucking tap dance They're finally going to move on from from Winston so it'll be interesting to see yeah so let's talk about the teams um big storyline also is that so Bridgewater leaving New Orleans I really thought they were kind of grooming Bridgewater to take over that job are they now interested in Sean Hill because they also quietly paid Drew Brees uh Drew Brees at 41 years old they paid him two years of 50 million
1: yeah, Drew Brees got that same deal that Tom Brady did uh, roughly for dollars and cents. So, yeah, it's interesting to see. It's like, um, you know, are they just going to, you know, Taysom Hill is, has been an interesting character. But I don't necessarily know if he's the long-term answer in New Orleans after uh, Drew Brees is gone. So, you know, maybe they look to just restart over. And, again, they're just trying to – we talked about this about the Saints. They're just trying to extend that window. I thought it was closed last year. They're trying to hold on. They're not ready to to throw in the towel just as of yet. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady. Now it's going to be interesting because now we're going to see those two guys go against each other twice, uh, at least. Hopefully, four times in the next two years. Oh yeah, uh, which will be interesting. You know, you got two kind of for sure Hall of Fame guys going against each other. I mean, do you, do you want to take a victory lap? I mean, you're you're being very coy about not Thanks. Just I couldn't jamming it all. Yeah, earlier I was like, like, does it look out.
0: cooler if I'm kind of humble about it if most awesome brings up that this is what this is logically, you know, just what I deduce would have to be the fit based on how you and I saw intentions of Tom Brady and kind of yeah. what he wanted and the reason he was going. So, and I it's, think uh, I think
1: your smartest angle was getting out of the AFC. He he wanted to go to the NFC yes, and that made a ton of, and then, then in Tampa Bay made a ton of sense for that with all the weapons that they have offensively. So, okay.
0: So I'm just going to get up. Uh, just going to take about three seconds. I'm just going to do a quick lap around the living room here and I'll be right back on buddy.
1: Okay. All right. This is Brandon. I'm a genius,
0: (laughs) a genius, a
1: football genius. Football genius, that's what he is. There he is. he's coming back. He's sitting down. Doesn't know what I said at all on this. Podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. I'm back. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good, cool. bro. I give <laughs> a little live action commentary. Oh, nice. Like screaming uh, around Champ's living room. Uh,
0: Matt <laughs> studio's, studios quarantine. <laughs> yeah. So it's. Um yeah, and it was. We don't have to get back into it, but uh, I like the move for Tom Brady. I think it's super clear. It wasn't about money. Uh, he does get the paycheck, and those weapons are, you know, head and shoulders above the weapons he did have. I think avoid the AFC. It wasn't about not want to play the Patriots or any bullshit like that. It was just like you know, we have Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, two of the hottest up and coming QBs. So like, yeah. avoid having to fucking go to Arrowhead and you know, in December if you can. So. um the question is, is Tom Brady going to be able to take advantage of these weapons?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, Bruce Arians has been a ultra-creative uh, offensive mind and definitely is predicated on throwing the ball deep. That's his M.O. So we'll have to see how he adjusts the strengths of Tom Brady. Uh, but ultimately, it's one of those things where you know, you've know you got Chris Godwin, you have Mike Evans, you have Cameron Brate, the tight end, OJ Howard, the tight end. So he has weapons to dink and dunk, move it around. And the good thing is, is he's got two guys that command on the outside they are going to take pressure off of each other. Also, too, you've got Brashad Perriman, who I think when Evans got dinged up, he came in and, you know, really kind of uh, uh, reasserted himself as a late season fantasy steal and also, you know, is, is a big, po- uh, big play, deep threat for them. So. It'll be interesting to see um, what they've got over there. Uh, But I think, yeah, I think Bruce Arians will not put Tom Brady in a spot to look bad. And I think we might just see a lot of like dink and dunk, you know, just trying to keep the ball moving and just every once in a while they're just going to open it up for a big play uh, when they when they have a nice little misdirection there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's look at talk about two guys that are kind of the outside right now, looking for. Oh, let's just get through this real fast. Philip Rivers to Indy. Uh. So this to me says that Indianapolis really wants to win right now. But is this a, like a huge yeah. step up from Brissett?
1: Yeah. See, I don't know. See, that's the thing is, is I I think they're they're assuming that his experience, Philip Rivers, and his veteran leadership. But he really hasn't won. It's like, think of the battles in the playoffs that he's been through. I don't necessarily... It's not like it's Tom Brady. It's not like it's Drew Brees. I'm not really sure what he brings to the Colts other than it's just like, all right, right, we're either we're going to go all in or we're going to blow this thing up. Uh, which is crazy to think because they've amassed a ton of young talent. So I'm not really sure what this move means. Uh, I don't know what that means that they're going to do with, with Brissette too because Brissette signed a... Two-year, thirty million dollars. So about fifteen million bucks left on the on the on this year. Are they going to move him? I mean, there's already been rumors about him going back to the Pats because that's where he originally was drafted. Yeah. Before they shipped him off, but I mean, he could go in. You know, you could send him to Jacksonville. Obviously, Miami, um, Pittsburgh. Now, Pitts That would be an interesting thing because they know they just moved. Uh, Roethlisberger's money around a little bit and restructured it out of salary, probably to free up some money for some other players. But um, you know he's a little long in the tooth, and it's like, well, what's their what's their move next? You know what I mean? Yeah. So Brissette will be an interesting guy to see where he lands because I don't I don't see them holding on to him like a qualified backup. Maybe they do. I don't know. I can't imagine that he would want to do that. Uh, or maybe he looks at what Teddy Bridgewater did and, and said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a qualified backup, and if anything goes down with the starter, then I'm going to show up and play. And I think it, going back to your point, this is like I thought he was going to be the heir apparent in New Orleans. Well, he's not going to New Orleans is, isn't going to give him three for sixty three, three years for sixty three million dollars. You just can't do that. Yeah. So he's going to take the money and go to Carolina. Okay. So what does this mean for Chicago? Like, uh are we done with Trubisky? Is it? Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. So I think. I mean, I think that's one of those things where, you know, they have said that they want to, you know, make it work for Trubisky, but they definitely want to bring in some competition and just kind of keep him motivated. And if he's not able to step up, you know, then, then um, you know, Foles is going to be there. And uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, he's had, Foles had um, the experience with the head coach there in Chicago when they are both in Kansas City. So it'll be interesting to see how that whole thing coexists I mean Trubisky wasn't like he was a rock solid confidence guy I can't imagine no. that this is going to make him fire it up and go out there and feel good about you know opening day for training camp
0: yeah I kind of say like he was kind of on the upswing a little bit I think but I agree with right. you also like having just kind of someone nipping at his heels isn't going to be ideal for what he wants to try to get done so I don't this is um, – it's kind of sad. We and you, we talked about this too. Sorry, I'll just finish my thought real fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is We kind of talked about, you know, it's just these guys when they get in bad situations, and I'm not saying Trubisky was, you just don't have that many years. You have like three years to prove like you're at least have flashes of eliteness or teams are going to move right. on. And Sh- Chicago to me is not like a Cleveland situation that like a Johnny Menzel came into. Like that was – it actually seemed like a pretty good – you know, it's a, one of the tougher divisions, I guess, but a pretty good situation. And it definitely had all the belief behind him. He just just it wasn't ringing true. Something wasn't like you'd look at the guy. and You're just like, this ain't it.
1: Yeah. And if he doesn't get motivated by them bringing in Foles and basically saying like, hey, you've, you're on a short lease leash then then Chicago needs to then realize then that that's not their guy that Trubisky isn't their guy yeah they made a mistake they blew it and to try and go out there in the market and find another quarterback or hit a home run in the draft you know what I mean
0: yeah so uh I guess the last ones now are where does Cam Newton and Jameis Winston end up We're talking, is there a little XFL talk bro <laughs>
1: yeah I mean and let's not forget too, Andy Dalton too, because Andy Dalton, I don't think yeah. is going to be in Cincinnati. No, that's right. So yeah. you've got like three mid-level players or, or you know quarterbacks that are I would say better than average. At one point you said like Cam Newton, t- top ten quarterback in the league, yeah. and always has had production. She, he's, he's just turnover prone. You know, I, I think you look at the usual suspects right now. You look at the Chargers, the Jacksonville's, the Miamis. I think. You know, uh, a guy like Andy Dalton going to Miami is makes sense to me in a short term deal. Um, I think Miami was all lined up to draft Tua from Alabama. It'll be interesting with the whole Corona and social distancing. These young draft picks with medical issues are not going out and being able to see teams, so teams are having to judge. Kind of blind, you know, on a way more blind uh, application than they ever had before, because they they don't they can't get their hands on them, they can't bring them in and see them. They tried to do it before we all got put on this quarantine thing, and now they can't do it. So it'll be interesting to see if that motivates them to bring in like a veteran on a short term deal, and kind of if they do end up dra- drafting Tua, who's their guy for the future, to bring him along and and bring him along slowly. So. That's something that I was looking. At. I think Miami is going to go in a veteran, but I don't see them going with Cam Newton or Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, Brian Flores being the defensive coordinator from the Patriots now going the head coach for Miami. I think he goes with like a conservative, just veteran, going to like stabilize our locker room and someone to mentor a Tua, and that would make a lot of sense for for who they have there.
0: Yeah. I think one storyline that kind of everyone was hanging on to that makes sense is, you know, Los Angeles chargers opening that new stadium. Uh, they kind of have to make a little splashy move here on some level. Who's, who's QB in the
1: chargers, Jameis Winston. Let's just put him there. Yeah. I mean, I would say Jameis or, or cam again, cam's the other guy that's he's really, he's really getting hit by this because he can't go and get tested by these teams, you know, uh, doctors, so he's the one that's going to be hurting in free agency. So it would make sense for them to go after a Jameis just because of the level of uncertainty that that Cam would have, right? Yeah, I, I got to sign somebody. I mean, I can't imagine that they're going to sit Pat and have Tyrod Taylor be the heir apparent in L.A. They're going to need to make a move. You know, and then that's just, I mean, Cam Newton, where are you going to go? He's certainly not going to go to the Patriots. Like, that's the least Patriot move of all time, especially at the quarterback position. Um, is
0: it? Is it Super Not Patriot getting kind of a discount price on talent that's, um, you know, high, high ceiling, low floor?
1: Yeah. Oh, for that, for sure. But I just think, like, there's no, the, the, Settling factor in all of that is was Brady and Belichick, and it's like, look, like you come here, you do your job, yeah, and you, that's and you know your role. Now one half of that equation is no longer there, and who's going to be the one that's going to check Cam Newton in the locker room, yeah, and get him get his head straight? You know what I mean? I, I, there isn't anybody. I don't know if you need you need both of them to do that. You needed a Belichick and a Brady to be like we're united front. It's either our way or you know. Get out of here. Yep.
0: Uh, makes sense. Okay, so um, we'll wrap it up right now. Unless any other team you want to dive on to just with biggest loser, biggest winner, uh, biggest loser, I have Mitch
1: Trubisky. Who's your biggest mm. loser, bro? Um, Matt Patricia, the head coach <laughs> of the Detroit Lions. You fucking turd. I'm fucking pissed. We traded Darius Slay for a third and a fifth. We, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't, didn't they pick up some, some QB? Some... Lower tier key. Oh, Yeah, Chase Daniels, the booger eater to back up fucking Matt Stafford. It's awesome. Yeah. Patricia, eat a dick. Uh, All right. And then the biggest winner,
0: I have Bruce Arians. Yeah. And maybe Jameis Winston to just get in a situation where his coach isn't talking shit on him constantly. (laughs) It's like, man, can we have a
1: little blue wall of silence here or something? Like, get off my ass in the media, bro. Uh, I'm gonna say Bridgewater, three years, sixty-three million dollars. Good on him after that devastating knee injury. Yeah, he he bit his time. He he was a you know a quality backup in New Orleans. Saw some wars, and then now getting the starting gig for Carolina with Matt Rule, an up-and-coming coach, and uh, yeah, a lot of young got talent, a couple weapons. Yeah, that's good. Good for him. It'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, And you're your former Vikes guy.
0: I, I know. Let's go. I'm, I'm, it's hard not to root for Bridgewater good day. um I brother um m-a-d it may be date night bring us to the jam oh yeah it's the mad date night the showdown is where they fight here they discuss if this movie sucks why because this part fucks i said this part fucks oh yeah this it may be date night march madness edition doing four basketball movies just kind of fill that basketball void i feel like we all kind of have going on inside of us um we're rolling out if you guys do want to play along at home i'm sure by the time two weeks from now you would have seen everything on netflix so you'd probably be covered but just in case not i think we're going to do what do we decide on above the rim um yep. white men can't jump yep. uh, did we not get he got game on there we did Hoosiers.
1: We didn't. We were yeah, we were we didn't know we were gonna do White Man Can't Jump Above the Rim.
0: Yeah. Uh let's do uh, let's do let's let's not let's not worry about the way back and let's do uh because I don't think that'll be out.
1: Right. So
0: uh let's do Hoosier's because I haven't seen it. So I think that'll be good. And then yep. um the last one being He Got Game because I love that
1: movie. Yeah, He Got Game. Excellent. Perfection. Uh yeah, guys, so
0: next week will be um, white men can't jump. Uh, I and think we want... The Stooky Brothers. What's that? The Stookie Brothers. The Stookie Brothers. That's right. Uh, what I do want to get, I, I think a lot of good conversations on categories I had, and this will work more once we get like two or three underneath our belt, but, you know, judging how good the basketball was, and then mm. judging like if it's actor, basketball player, or if it's like basketball player, actor, like, cause again, I'm not trying to spoil next week, but when we talk about the basketball in that movie, specifically Wesley Snipes. Yeah.
1: Tough hang right tough hang put a pin in that uh, audience just just know <laughs> we're gonna spend a long time on that yeah well, okay
0: well okay so they came here to uh, listen to above the rim so let's get right into it on there uh, would you think about the uh, the basketball in this so we do have an actual he was an actor I think his right. name's Dwayne I have him on the IMDB but he's he's an actor first so uh, it is an actor learning basketball but I thought uh, I thought it was a
1: little weird he couldn't dunk. He didn't dunk in any scenes? Dwayne Martin? Yeah. Kylie? Kyle? Yeah. Um, yeah, he couldn't. They they did a couple weird, like, workarounds in it where they, like, he did one off the bounce and, like, caught it and dunked. Uh, it was interesting. I was surprised at how many actors, like, Wood Harris, Mutaw, like, Yeah, he dunked yeah. In, in the shootout. And I was like, wait a second. Um, Shep never dunked. The guy who was, you know, played by Leon. Right. Uh, I never remember seeing not. him dunk unless it was like shot from a different angle, which made me felt like it was like a a kid's rim. But um, yeah, yeah kinda, I mean, that kind of
0: made me wonder how tall he like is in real life. Like if he's, uh, we'll we'll look it up. Should have done my homework. Yeah, so yeah. so audience, uh, I'm gonna pull out of my ass. I'm gonna guess he's five ten
1: and a half. There you go. Send yeah, us an email exactly. about it. <laughs> but uh, I actually thought the basketball play wasn't terrible. Uh, Okay. In comparison to some of the movies we've seen, like I could, I don't necessarily know. I mean, first off, Kyle uh, dribbles the fucking air out of the ball. It's unbelievable, but he actually does look like he can dribble a basketball. But my god, yeah, it was like, come on, dude, just enough with the show, with the fancy. You're not getting a scholarship, even in the mid '90s to Georgetown playing like that.
0: Okay, so here's the whole premise of the movie. We basically have this star basketball player, um, you know, kind of gets in a little bit with like a gang. He's got a real chip on his shoulder. He's a real, like, asshole. Let's just get it out there. Like, he's a dick. Like, never, I mean, they keep it super simple. He just never passes the ball. The coach tells him to pass the ball. He doesn't pass the ball. And then he learns a life lesson and turns it around and then goes to play basketball at uh, Georgetown, uh, spoiler yes. alerts! I spoiler think people alert. I think people can assume the spoiler alerts on this. Tupac, this isn't your poetic justice, Tupac.
1: This nope. is uh, this is a scary Tupac. This is closer to Juice Tupac, yeah, than than poetic justice. And he definitely is scary, um, and and pretty good. Like Tupac's a really good actor in this, yeah. and I always enjoy Tupac. He was he was really good in it.
0: So okay, so here's here's kind of my. Uh, two things I wanted to get out there, like I love Wood Harris, so I had that going for me. I I love Tupac too, so I was like, all right, there's some good acting. I thought uh, I thought
1: the lead guy was great. I can't fucking stand like any of the Wayne brothers. Bug, uh, yeah, Marlon Wayne was a little over in at some points, but he did have a couple of the funnier lines in the movie. When we go back to favorite lines from the movie, yeah, but he was like, yeah, he was like Wayne brother to a hundred, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, you just kind of, just kind of whenever he's in something, like I just see him make those faces and I'm just kind of like, you're, you're just not in the right movie. (laughs) Like this isn't the tone of everything else I've been seeing go down. Uh, yeah, I thought the, the tall security guard, um, he, I thought he, yeah, I thought he, I thought he was great. So toughest plot pills. Let's get into it here. And the biggest overarching, just inciting incident that drives this whole, at least his storyline forwards is. Him and his best friend are playing... Nutso. That's playing, kid, his name is Nutso. Nutso. They're playing basketball on the fucking roof of like a three-story building.
1: Right. And
0: his friend falls off because they do like... He was just like, I bet you can't jump this high and smack the backboard. And yeah. Nutso goes to smack it. And this is like, you know, 30 years ago or it takes place like 30 years before the movie takes place. And he puts his hand through it and he just falls off a building.
1: Yeah. First off, this is the first 30 seconds of the movie. Yeah. Out of the gate. Yeah. Out of the gate. You see this kid fall off. Then later on in the movie, it's like, well, did – like they carried him off and they made made mention that he got carried off in cuffs. Shep did. Yeah. It's like he It's like he pushed him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think probably – yeah. Probably in the beginning they were like, what happened here? Because they're just like, there's no way you guys could be playing on this fucking roof, (laughs) playing basketball on the roof of this because that would make you idiots.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, is it so close to the edge, if you shot and missed or the wind picked up, your ball is going careening off the side of a building. That's this such is a terrible, this that's is a terrible idea. That's
0: actually what I was looking for. I was looking for the point of, I just like, I was trying to measure it, like, because I was watching it. And so I was like, just jumping around the living room, like trying to figure out, like, you know, if you traveled or if somebody fouled you and you kind of do the thing, you know, where you kind of like, you know, you fall out of bounds. Like, is everyone falling off this building? But <laughs> air, air, air ball is a perfect point, too. He an air ball. It's just like, well, we're fucked. Oh, I gotta run well, down. I guess we're gonna go down three <laughs> floors and get this ball. It's <laughs> terrible. Put it back up there. And then,
1: yeah. Okay, and so, do you want to? Do you want to take this whole Shep through line and then, yeah, um, going to the park, playing hoops by himself with an imaginary ball. Yeah, recreating, reliving this moment. Yeah, this
0: is. uh I'm not saying you got to get over shit immediately, but I'm saying maybe if you got to relive it all the time, you bring a ball with you. I guess. <laughs> Right, you definitely exactly. like just try to blend in. You're just like, you're alarming people. They're going back and they're just like seeing you yell and working all these moves with no ball. It's just like, what's up? What's you're weird is like
1: scaring the shit out of people. Yeah, I know.
0: Right? Yeah. What's weird is like so many if that's all the same school and stuff, I don't know. I feel like the the girl he dates kind of in it should know his story. Shouldn't right. well, they know it's, that? It's Isn't
1: Kyle's it? mom, too. That's yeah. the other thing. So, yeah, so it's he all dates kind of his been mom. There. He goes back to work at the high school as a security officer where he was, like, All-City, a living legend. And they pulled out a... At the end of the movie, they pulled out, like, his All-City plaque, and it was 1979. So, and it's set in, like, 1993. So, it's not like it's that far removed, and he's not that much older. In fact, if anything, Kyle's mom, probably, unless she got pregnant at, like, 13 years old with Kyle is older than Shep, and they're, they're dating. Yeah. So there's no awareness. And no one has any idea who this guy is. You would think if your high school had like a living legend. Exactly. You, granted, it would be like 15 years ago. Or here you go. You still would all know about him.
0: Yeah, or if your high school has a story of uh, two guys were playing basketball on a roof and one fell off. You're just like, that's, like, that's an urban legend that kind of goes around. They'd be like, I think that's the guy. I think that's the guy that's playing basketball on right. the roof.
1: Right, right. Or at least if you pass by that building, see so like, oh, see that broken backboard? That's yeah. where the guy fell off the <laughs> gym, or off the building right there. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's nuts. And and I actually side with Kyle in this when he sees his mom dating Shep that it's like, no, are you serious? Like this dude's a lunatic. Like he like he talks to himself. 100%. He he you know, like he's playing basketball in the park without a ball. Yeah. And then when we have when they finally have their like one-on-one moments, he then like you know they're playing for bunks. Do we ever really establish what bunks are? Oh my god, you and I were going down the exact same path. No, I
0: I looked it up like I was trying to find it, uh, and I really couldn't like find it anywhere. Right. It looks like you just you throw the basketball at somebody as hard as you can.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And it was like, and so they they played a couple games for bunks once against Flip. And then the other time where Shep and, and Kyle face off, they only play to one, which is an interesting – like, I've never played any games where you just <laughs> yeah. play to one. Yeah. And then they, they want bunks. And then – so Shep wins. Then Kyle's like, well, oh, I'm a man of my word. And then he turns – Shep turns to the sky and was like, you hear that? Not so – are we – like, are we are we good? Are we good? It's like, what? what yeah. What? What? What about, how does this correlate to your friend falling off a building?
0: Yeah, so like I was still able to be. I don't. Okay, so maybe let's just get on the macro there. If you're done with that storyline, this movie uh, I remembered it being better, uh, yeah. and it's probably around 20 minutes too long, or it just it needs a little bit more. Too many. Okay, let's get through all the plot pills right now. If you're ready.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, boom! Let's let's go through them.
0: Okay, great. Uh, there's the crowd doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. So every time there's a home basketball game, it's just the crowd screaming through the entire game, including like four <laughs> seconds left on the clock. We're down by right two, and everyone's just clapping and screaming. No matter who yeah. has the ball, the visiting team. Uh, right. We we go back, so they basically play the, play the same team twice within three weeks because it's those same green jerseys. When we go back yep. to that, so it's just like pretty light schedule, and then that four on or that five on five competition or whatever that they build the whole thing around uh, the shootout. Yeah. That scene was way too long,
1: way too much It went much on forever. It went on forever. Yeah, it, it forever. felt like I was
0: at the tournament. <laughs> like, it just felt like I just I saw all the games.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, um, at what point does does Muta, played by Wood Harris, when does he get ejected from the tournament? Because uh, he was throwing yeah. Yeah. Widowmaker elbows yeah. 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 at everybody. Yeah, He's bad. clearing a house, dude. Did you And see, it's like round one. Did you see what I was talking about,
0: though, with the, with the home, with, in the high school gym games? Yes. It's just like yeah. no one knows how to cheer at a basketball game. It was, it's, it's just – guys, if you don't know anything, just all you need to do is go to like YouTube, look up crowd sound effect, turn up as loud as you can and just play it straight through like on a loop because that's <laughs> all it was.
1: It's so funny to me because it's like I'm sure they only had the gym for like a few days worth of shoes. So they're like, all right. Everyone get in here. Here are all the different players, and everyone just ch- chant, yell, and scream, and they have no idea like, I just on. I just would have
0: been like, hey, guys, are you familiar with basketball? Okay, so have you been <laughs> to a basketball game? The red team there, you see that movie star right there? The red team, that's the team you're cheering for, so just right. act like it's a fucking basketball game and you're rooting for that team. You're not rooting for the sport of basketball, which is what it felt like. They just loved that <laughs> basketball existed.
1: Right uh hilarious.
0: Okay. Uh that was that was my main one. Um okay, basketball, they're just yelling. Oh, okay, and the last one he just he learns his lesson like the life lesson super quick. He just becomes uh, our main guy. He just becomes not an asshole like that. Like it's just yeah. one time like he loses that one-on-one game uh and he's just like and then he screams at the heavens, not him but screams at the heavens just yeah. like, "Are we even now?" And then he just joins his old team. And he now now he knows how to pass the ball.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too, is, is where he found out from Bug when they were having a team meeting. And then Birdie, played by Tupac, embarrasses Marlon Waynes and says that he's not on the team and get the fuck out of here. And then he leaves, doesn't stick up for Bug, then says to Bug, hey, you should have you stuck up for yourself. You can't let people push you around. And then yeah. he goes, well, I'm not going to end up like Flip. Yeah. Flip was played by Bernie Mac, who was amazing. Yeah, love Bernie. Bernie Mac. and Flip is the uh, the crackhead who we first learned what bunks were when he played uh, Kyle earlier in the movie. Uh, we didn't then learn. A- we didn't learn shit. That's when we first heard of it. That's oh, when it yeah. first got on the right. radar. We're, that's when we were first com- confused by the word bunks yes. and we're like, "What is this? What's yeah. gonna happen?" So then, and then Bug says to uh, Kyle that I'm not gonna end up like Flip. You know, Bertie just slashed him up, and then he's like, "Oh, this is he's a bad guy." Then he goes to plays a guy and then it's like, all right, well now I'm a good guy now. Here's all your shit, Birdie. And I don't wanna play for, you know, the Birdman anymore.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I got it. I just thought it was a little
1: he just learned oh, right. it was so quick. And I still I know you've got it. I'm I'm explaining it for the audience. Thanks, yeah. That's how quick it was like four scenes. Yeah, exactly. You had like Basically, like forty-five minutes of Kyle dribbling the shit of the ball. Can't wait to get a scholarship to Georgetown because that's all he wants. And he does. He knows better than everybody else. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I lost one-on-one, and uh, a crackhead got murdered by a gangster. Yes. Now I'm a good guy. Yeah, I'm, and I'm still a little confused on
0: why he cares so much about Bugs' basketball game. He can tell he's not good. Or he's not right. collegiate level, like, immediately. And he doesn't seem to give a shit about anyone else's basketball game, including his t- teammates that he refuses to pass to. And it's just right. like, he's kind of, like, got this heart of gold for this bug kid that's just, just it's a simple thing. It's just like, you know, it's that time that we played basketball and I was just like, most awesome. You think I was good enough to play, like, college ball back in the day? He's like, I saw your jump shot. Absolutely not. And you're slow. And you're kind of not coordinated. I'm like, copy that. Do you want to do a podcast? He's like, now you're
1: talking. No, yeah, exactly. Now I'm in. 100%. Um, yeah. All
0: right, brother, hit me with uh, the quotes you were digging.
1: Ooh. Um, let's see here. Uh, I do like where uh, the one bug quote where, where Mutag gets out and beats up some guys that owe him some money. And he said, you need a role model or a hug or something. Yeah, I yeah. That was, that was great. That, that was, was a good a, joke. That was really funny. Yeah, that was Bug's funny line. Uh, I like. I'm gonna get up in that ass like a gerbil. I loved all the shit talking in the game too. Yeah, that like much better than the program when we watched the program. That was realistic shit talking in game. I always love that. Yeah, and I do like the scene. I can't remember the but when she's kind of uh just the look
0: the waitresses gives to uh gives to him because he's so quiet and she's just like hey you need to like meet a woman or something and he's just like more water please and they come back in with the lady and it it gets yeah. like a little rom com like it's it's kind of funny like there for like you know two seconds of that scene
1: because the yeah, waitress yeah. is
0: just like hams it up it's just like oh she's good enough for you but i'm not it's it's really funny
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: uh all right brother let's do a little where are they now Ooh. okay um, I'm gonna go with our main character. Went to Georgetown, obviously. That's in the movie. Uh, say he got drafted in the NBA in the third round. Uh there's two rounds, right? Maybe come on as a free agent. Back then it was two, yeah. Uh, and then now he there plays still two. He plays basketball in China.
1: Did the star Starberry route. Oh, I like that. I do like that. I, I I like him going to play internationally. I think he does come back to to New York City and uh coaches high school team. But yeah, I don't I don't see him getting drafted in the NBA, especially if we're going to mesh the real world with uh the fantasy world cuz 1994 Georgetown, that would have been year 2 or year 1 of Iverson. Mm. I don't think he gets I don't think it's well, the point. I don't think it's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, why is everyone so obsessed with being the point guard in this movie? Like Yeah. He gets he gets a point guard taken away from him, he gets all bummed out.
0: Yeah, everyone is obsessed with it. I don't know if it was just like they're like, Well, this is the main actor, we wanna cast him for it. He's not that tall, so we're gonna kinda build in this this point guard is gonna kinda right. hang We're gonna over make it. sure
1: it's important so that everyone knows about it. But yeah, no, I, I love that he goes off, plays plays in uh in China or somewhere, uh, and then eventually makes his way back, a little bit of money, wants to give back, kinda does what Shep did. Um, you know, because I think Shep ended up taking on it with that bridge. Shep took the head coaching job, or did he, or did he not? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, he takes the head coaching job. Does he?
0: Yeah, yeah, because I think it's yeah, I think it's all about. I'm trying to remember the movie, or you just think where are they now? Did he do it?
1: Well, yeah, because I I don't, I don't know
0: if we see it. Like he gets, he he takes the bullet.
1: Because yes. he, oh, he joins totally, the game. He totally skipped over that.
0: Yeah, so he, yeah, he jumps, which, which I like. That was a sweeter part of the movie. I think, he, yeah. you know what's happening here? Here's the thing. We didn't like the movie all that much, so we're talking shit on it. So it's like, when we like a movie, I think we like to look at all the highlights. When we yeah, weren't yeah. feeling a movie, then we just got to let you know why it's not working. So if a moment yeah, right. worked, we're just
1: glossing over it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, but um, yeah, I think Shep does end up playing or being the coach uh and hanging out there and mentoring the youth yep. there in New York City.
0: Yep. Back in the and then um Bug is still in prison. I mean, right? Yeah. That was a crowded nightclub where we'll we'll leave the yes. spoiler off this one. But Ooh. he
1: he commits a crime. He gets it's a crime. Yeah. That, and that would still have him in one of the prison twenty five right. years later. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. and and it affects the other one of the other characters. Where there are they now? Because yes. it's six feet deep. I'll tell you that <laughs> yeah. right now. There's a
0: lot. It's just like, and let's see what Harris's character. He's still dead. He's still <laughs> dead too. Yes, yeah.
1: he got shot out in the uh-huh. park. Um, we forgot about Eric Nice, who was the white point guard. You remember Eric Nice from the from MTV's The Grind? Oh, MTV's the grind. No, he was he was on the first real world ever. Okay, he was he was the point guard in the first game on the green team. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, yeah, he was, he was Montrose, and he was that he was that guy that was the actor. Yeah, uh, called him Carolina or something. Uh, what's that? They called him like he called him like North Carolina or something. That was his yeah name because he was yeah because I think he was going to, yeah, going to North Carolina. So he goes to North Carolina, and then ends up hosting MTV's The Grind. <laughs> Perfect. I think you kind
0: of got to cheat on that one because you actually got to see it lived out. But yes, that yes, I can get yes. behind that. Um, okay, buddy, let's do. You want to do our kind of second segment since everyone is hitting up the Netflix, doing a little Netflix and chill. A hundred
1: percent. I can't oh, wait. You're to so talk excited! About that. This
0: was like when the, we got to talk about the Fry Festival, and my my head exploded. You're so pumped. Um okay. So
1: Love is Blind. Um was it? How many episodes is it? 10. It is 10 episodes. I will say this right now. I know you made it all the way through. I so I I I made it through the parents and then I fell asleep for episode 8 and I woke up just at the end with G Jinani and I, I don't know how to say her name yeah. and Damien on the uh on the uh, altar. So I basically only know basically after they met their parents. Okay, but I know everything up to that, and I'm I'm ready to run.
0: Okay, let's talk about it, bro. This is we're just free. We're free, formin'. free forming. Free forming. Free Love in this is
1: look. blind. I love this. It is great. Where Where do we, we? Let's start with your the main couple. I think the most settled couple. One of the most. So there's really two. Yeah, one's more inter interesting than the other. Let's talk about our boy Cam and our yep. girl Lauren.
0: Yep, they uh just let's, out of the gates they were feeling. Wait, each wait, I'm other. sorry.
1: We were getting too deep in. Should we even set the premise for people? We're, we're just assuming everyone knows what Love is Blind is.
0: Yeah, so here's the thing. I would watch the show before you listen to this segment of the podcast, if you think <laughs> you're going to watch it. If you have no intention of watching it, go ahead and hit that fast forward button for about, uh, you probably got us eight or ten minutes on this. Uh, yeah, we're assuming they're watching it, so it's just, you are texting me and you're cracking me up, so it's just kind of the takes. What's the moments that kind of, this show does work. Uh, I think it works. The you know, the premise is um it's a little cheesy. Here's what I liked about it too though. They didn't do it, they didn't put somebody like super overweight or that was missing teeth. Like they just didn't put people in like fucked up situations <laughs> right. where you'd be like, Oh, this is one's person's feelings are legit getting hurt because of like what right, they right. look like which is kind of what disgusting. it's disgusting yeah which is what it's going to sound like so it's like all these people are like around the same age i mean except jessica who i think is like 46 47 i don't remember right, what she's, she's telling 34
1: people. she looks yeah yeah
0: that's not her true. eyes
1: tell a different story
0: yeah yeah um yeah so i really i really like that that they were doing that and then you just kind of got to know it was six six couples right
1: It ended up being six couples. There were a lot more people that were there in the early episodes. So I think a lot of them were either not that interesting or didn't find a match uh, or they just didn't have a good enough storyline and just hit the cutting room floor. Yeah, I think – We ended up saying with with like six couples, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you kind of have to – I mean just with trying to get a TV show and production value and everything, like you're going to have to play the numbers game to get like people that really kind of linked up. I'm obviously – Not everyone was going to get married or stay married. I like spoiler alert too, or I won't won't do a spoiler alert. But uh, you have the reunion show coming up, which is awesome because the reunion show takes place like it's like a year later. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like you. It's not like the people who do get married. They're just like, oh, like we've been married for like six weeks. It's just like they got they got like a year under their belt. So it's just kind of interesting. It's interesting. Wait. Yeah, it's interesting to kind of see their body chemistry next to each other uh i basically wanted to i thought most of the dudes besides my boy cameron were like not interesting i really liked um and jessica like i just i absolutely like couldn't couldn't stand her but i you'll you'll see the worst yeah you'll see in the reunion though she
1: kind of takes i don't i don't want to ruin the reunion part yeah don't don't but anyway so the the guy so it was six couples cam and lauren uh Gigi and Damien, I'm just going off the top of my head. Jeff yeah. and what was the chick that was a health coach that was really short? Like Jeff and that chick. They seemed oh, yeah. like a good couple. Like their parents met and they were all like they had a really interesting story where like both their parents like both met each other and got engaged like within like three months of each other. Yeah. Which is really weird. That was like really bizarre. Then you had um Diamond and what was the other guy's the bisexual guy's name? Oh, Carter. Carter, right. So that was the, that was probably the biggest, and they didn't even make it out of the, like, once they went on the trip to Mexico, they didn't even make it out of there. Um, that was probably the biggest, like, you know, you said they didn't cast anyone that was fat or ugly or, like, missing teeth. Yeah. But that was probably the one thing that they, the plant, that they're like, all right, well, let's see how they react to this. Yeah, um, I mean. This guy having, like, you know, bait, dating both men and women, and then after they've been engaged, then he re- reveals it to his fiance. I know. I just kind to of talk about it. Like he just – he. it's just one of those things
0: where it's like Carter was just like nobody can accept me. Nobody can like – everyone has got a problem with me and it's just like – bro, like Carter is the only person that's got a problem with Carter. Like you're just yeah. like – you're trying to make this thing up where it's just like nobody can accept me. It's just like you're not even giving people chances and then – I mean there's some emotional stuff, some looks you need to take in the mirror and kind of figure this out because you're putting
1: it a lot on other people. It was insane to me because in one – in the night when he reveals it to Diamond – he was like, and Diamond also, I, God love her. She handled it as probably as best she could, but she also sounded like she had a stuffy nose the whole time. Did you catch that with Diamond? She was just like, and, the, and he told me, right. <laughs> like, God, Diamond, blow your nose. Please blow your <laughs> nose. You're killing me right now. <laughs> but um, but then he was like, you know, this always ruins everything. And then she, then in the morning when they're like getting together, and he's like, you're the only one that ever had a problem with this. Yeah, I never have any problem with any women that when I tell them this, they're always like, "Cool." Yeah, I was like, "Well, which one? Which one is it, Carter? Which one is it, dude?" And it's like, and if and if they had if they had no problem with it, and this is where Doctor Mrs. Commissus comes in and snipes everything. She was like, "Then you would have told her in the confessional booths when you didn't see anything. If women never had a problem with your bisexuality, not that there should be, but now you're making it a problem the way you're bringing it up."
0: Yeah. They didn't have it. I, I do uh, – I really like the order that they put everything to. Like you you got to go out and – I don't know. I was trying to think if there was any episodes that like super – like just drug for me. But it didn't. It seemed like it, it moved and clipped along pretty
1: quick. No, it, it moved quick. And then you have Amber and Barnett. Oh, OK.
0: That's what I want to say. Sorry. Um, yeah. Big point. Too many dudes crying in this TV series. <laughs> I mean I – you know – uh-oh. You still there? Oh sorry. Yeah, yeah just a little thick. Uh, yeah, I, I know you and I like talk about it getting dusty and like certain there, but it's yeah, just yeah. like, guys got to get it together. Like, I I still think women want that balance of, you know, you're not a complete psycho and you have some emotional maturity, but you can also be a man about it. Let's, For sure. Let's stuff up a Tighten little it bit. Tighten it up, boys. And there is just like, Tighten it up. I just want to take care of you. You could be like, hey, look, I'm going to take care of you. You know, and not have to have like kind of the lip quivering while you do it. Said my piece. I wanted, I didn't want to forget to say that.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, I, there's definitely Damien, even Cam, a little bit feels like he's on the brink of tears. Yeah. Or like too much emotions. 100%. That's the thing that I don't understand. It's like I, all the guys and all the women, it's like you, you really have to want to get, like the motivating factor is, is you want to get married. Yeah. You really want to get married in order to do this. Or is it that you just missed the cut on The Bachelor, and it's like, all right, well, I'm going to take second fiddle to this new, up and coming Love Is Blind?
0: Yeah, I think that's the problem with like shows like this. Like, I feel like everyone that's like, it says fitness instructor, it says like dentist, but in my head, I'm always like actor slash dentist, actor slash like fitness instructor. Right. It's just like, right. you know. Yeah, there's always going to be a percentage of people that want to be famous or on there for like just kind of those reasons.
1: Can we talk about crazy Amber too? And and her her job was X. Uh, tank mechanic. Yeah, tank guy. I that's saw that. Was, yeah, yeah. What? Wait, wait, wait. So then, then you should. You might as well just put unemployed. Because just, <laughs> yeah. if you're an ex-tank mechanic, yeah. you're not a tank mechanic. I, or like, that's, it, I know your
0: job. It's like having some job that's absolute, it's just absolute. It's like ex, like travel broker, like just like right. just stuff that's not going on anymore. Um, right. yeah, brother. Uh, any other closing thoughts on it? Well, let us know. Maybe, maybe you can Instagram something once you get
1: to that. Um. And I definitely yes. want to see
0: your text on that reunion series because that'll be good. oh
1: I uh, yes, I, I you and I know we're big fans of Cam and Lauren. I think they're the most settled. Jeff and the other chick seem like they're actual real couple. Um, yeah. Jeff and Mark, oh, or Jessica and Mark, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I love to hate watch her. Yeah. She's so annoying. She's literally the worst chick in the world. Uh, and it's a little bit she's of like so fucking annoying. Like Mark. Read the fucking writing on the
0: wall, bro. Like you're really trying to yeah. force this round peg into like a like a square hole or whatever. Like I, do, I yeah,
1: I know she wasn't into a cunt, into a cunty hole. I get
0: it. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. I know she wasn't like the most forthright, but there are a lot of signals like, hey, like um,
1: we just got engaged, but I don't really want to like you know kiss you. It's just like <laughs> all right. And I think the other guy that I that I basically ran back to you for after he dumped me. Uh, I think he's smoking hot, and I'm going to tell you this when I'm wasted drunk. Yeah. after I'm flirting with him at his birthday party. Yeah, okay, Jessica, because it's awesome. super odd. And, and then, uh, and he at yeah, the Johnny, Johnny, and Damien. Damien gives off a serial killer vibe. That is like when he gets angry. Have you seen his like his look? Yeah, he, he, it's not brooding. It's fucking homicidal. He yeah. looks like muta about to throw some elbows in the in the shootout. Yeah, and I don't, I can't stand the.
0: Um, <sighs> Gotta look up all the new. She's like from South America or something. Had the blonde yeah, hair? Yeah,
1: Venezuela or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Ooh, man. She's just. And you could tell, like, so she might have been the most like actory, or at least in situations where they were just like, when they were on the boat and they were just like, hey, uh, just go fuck with him. Ask him why he doesn't want to, why he wants to escape the, you know, <laughs> the real yeah. world. And don't stop asking it until he wants to throw himself off this fucking boat. She's like, copy that. I got it.
1: I'm on it. Right, exactly. Hey, you're 25. Could you come at him like you're the most entitled person <laughs> in the entire world? That you've lived a life, that you're a business owner? That's another bullshit oh, one. business owner, Fuck, your know. business.
0: Uh, all right, brother. Awesome. Glad you watched that. Make sure you text me once you get through the reunion episode. Oh, I will. All, all right. Will. High noon. Breaks to the jam. So let's
1: leave it alone. Because we can't see
0: A Neapolitan showdown. Um, what started out as ranking some ice cream flavors, here's where we're at now with this Neapolitan showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Top three phases that just appeared on the scene and became part of the vernacular in a big way. Uh, a lot of different angles you can go on this. Obviously, we're doing this because of social distancing, which we had never heard of in our life, and now it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a part, a part in our vocabulary for the rest of
1: our lives in some fashion. Oh, it's gonna be commentary. Yeah, for sure, hundred yes. percent. It's gonna be laid on thick.
0: Uh, okay, I went a little old school for my first one. Did a little voodoo economics. Do you remember Ooh, kind? Of, you remember kind going of, outside yeah. of the
1: COVID nineteen realm? I, I like this.
0: Yeah, you remember that kind of just showing up and falling on the map, and then all of a sudden it's just like it just became how we describe things and how like kind of quoting Reagan and everything. It was just I yeah. like a phrase that's coined that's now anytime. Here's what it is. It's if you look in the history book and you have, you know, your history vocab words like you had in like fifth grade, will it be one of those? And social distancing, when they talk about 2020, will
1: will 1,000% be one of those? They have to remember what it means and write it down. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I kept mine really squarely in COVID-19. Um, so I went with, people have been talking a lot about, uh, Self quarantining. Yeah. Self quarantining. Yeah. This is now a phrase where it's like it's not just about quarantining; it's about self quarantining. You're you're taking it upon yourself. I feel like we're gonna see this come up in other fashions and other wealth where it's like you know the self help, the self, the self love, the self you know showering of affection. Now, self quarantining is gonna be used in the in the uh, in the lexicon as like some way of like I'm just I'm getting away from you know yeah Damien wanted to self-quarantine when when Gigi was pressing him about why that's what he wanted to do
0: (laughs) self-drown himself uh yeah so that did show up on the scene absolutely right uh I like that it wasn't around and now because it took me a moment to get it right because people started saying and it's just like wait so what are you doing it's just like oh you're doing this for yourself and then you know that led us to you know the most important thing they're driving home during this, which is trying not to interact with other humans. So fucking bizarre. All right. (laughs) 1988 to, uh, I guess, the number of hours now we've been. I gave myself 1988 because I think that's when it was coined. Uh, Number of hours that everyone's been kind of on lockdown, lockdown. What's it been? Um, We'll go 140 hours. Is that enough time? I'll do that. Sure. I like that. I'll take it. All right, 140 to 1988. I think that's the most time I ever spent scoring something. All right, um, my next one here, I do finish with the coronavirus uh, one that just falls in, even though it was invented earlier. This one's probably older, uh, texting. Texting, when we were kids, not a word, not a thing, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, it's the main way we communicate.
1: Right. Yes, it definitely is. It's it's definitely now it's like you don't even want to communicate with people you don't even want to actually have a phone call you just text me yeah right? just text. just texting yeah text it, me because I think it even
0: would sound like kind of grammatically incorrect if you could just remove what it means now and it's just like what you're gonna text I don't even know what that means like you're gonna right. send me letters and I'm gonna read them on my phone and now it's just yeah it like, doesn't the,
1: it doesn't really it's a yeah, it's it's like a na- it doesn't really make sense, right? It's a yeah. verb and a noun. Yeah, it's everything. It's like oh, just text me. Yeah, just text, <laughs> just text, text it. Text no, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, you know, write me a text, but we just we just cut it out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I think. Um, uh, so I'll go with number two. I'm gonna break away this time from the coronavirus, and uh, I'm gonna go slide into the DMs. This yep. has now become. part of the vernacular it's everything it gets used not in social media you know lingo at all i could just go up to some girl and try and hit her up and she would be like oh you try to slide in my dms it's like what is uh, is this first off i'm assuming this is a is a real thing but what is the definite? because there is a connotation Mm. of sliding in the dms like i'm trying to hook up but like if i'm just trying to like, if, if I'm trying to reach out to our next guest, am I sliding in their DMs? Like, what's this all about? You're right. I think sliding, I think the
0: sliding into DMs is your, is there a little shadiness to it? Okay, it so here's what like here, it, here, right? here it is. Like, if we reach out to get, like, a sports athlete on the podcast, like... I'm not comfortable saying we're sliding into their DMS. Like I'm not, not either. I'm not but sliding into Kirk cousins, that? DM. We will use DM right. to try to contact him, but we ain't sliding into his DMS.
1: Right. I'm not sauntering into his DMS. I'm just I'm knocking on the door. I'm, at, I'm <laughs> asking to say hello. Yeah. And then if I can come on my podcast, I'm dressed appropriately. Uh, right. yeah, that's awesome. Uh,
0: okay. So we have what, we have like 200 friends on
1: Instagram. Uh, two twenty nine. Let's not. Who's counting? We have twenty nine. 229. Oh great, great. Okay, two twenty nine. Yeah. I can't believe I was that close. Uh, then I fe- tell, tell a friend. Tell a friend, everyone. I, I feel like especially I sent, you now you got nothing but time. I feel like I sent my first
0: text in two thousand and two. So that makes the score. I don't know, but I'm winning by a lot. Okay. Uh, the there top one, um, very appropriate for now, and I'm saying binge watch. Binge watch, I think, has been around
1: for probably three or four years or binge watching binge watching is important. Yes. We never had the, the ability to binge watch anything. And I actually find it like our kids now, like they can just watch whatever they want on demand. It's all at their fingertips. Yeah. There's no, there's no feeling of like, Oh, I got, I, I missed it. And I can't see it again. Exactly. You know what I mean, like I got to wait this whole time to see it again, or I got to wait a week. Isn't even weird with like on Netflix when they roll out a show that has like a week in between when you have to go and when you're able to see it again. Yeah. So, uh, you, it's funny you bring it up. Cause now I take binge watching for granted, like,
0: uh, champ and I, he was just like, Oh, you got to check out the show. It's called devs and it's on FX. And I was like, okay, right. I'll, I'll check it out. And he started playing it and he's got through three episodes. And he's just like, Oh, the next one comes out at nine. And I was like, you made me start a series that isn't completely
1: available. Are you out of your mind? You have to, you have to be forthright about that. Tell me up front. Yeah, yeah, you gotta let me know that, by the way, you're only gonna get, like, 120 minutes of content out of this before you ever have to wait a whole, you know, seven well, days for it. Yeah, to be honest, I don't even think it's possible now. I think we consume so much content
0: that I can't possibly hold the information for, like, six different series in my head. Like, I just want to watch the series all the way through and not try to remember. It's just like, wait, is this is this, this the character's sister? Wait, what the fuck happened last time in this? Yeah, What's yeah, the thing? Yeah, like, yeah. you just gotta... Do it all at once, and then move on to the next one. And it's it's the way you eat your food. That's exactly how we got to be doing it. Don't you eat all burger? I binge and then eat
1: all fries. Oh wait, no. Are you saying that's what I should do, or should I eat all of it all the time? Oh, oh, no, one bite at a time. One morsel at a time. Sure, but you you don't go back and forth,
0: right? Do you eat the when you have a burger and fries? You eat the whole burger, and then you move on to the fries.
1: Correct. Yes. Okay.
0: I don't act like I don't know you. Number one, you're just like, how much is this guy trying to say? i eat. Not my angle. I was going, bro. I was just merely saying, you do one dish at a time. We need to do this one series
1: at a time. This is true. I'm feeling sensitive because I've been cooped up in the house. And I know. It's just, it's it's harder to get in the the you know the I feel eating, you. The eating is, is it's everywhere. Yeah. I can't I can't get I can't escape it. Um, I like it. I like it. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with another one that is in the lexicon that has literally popped up. I'm gonna go flatten the curve. Yeah, this is a new thing. Yep, that is solely around epidemiology, and uh, I I feel like we're I, first off. I'm gonna need to flatten the curve after the self quarantine because uh, I'm I'm gonna be billowing out over my self <laughs> loops. Right. But uh, but yeah, but it's one of those things where. I think uh yeah it's like it's going to be part of the lexicon from here on out and people are going to use it in other ways that we uh that is not as appropriate as as what it's supposed to be for.
0: Nope, I think that's a great point. I think you're absolutely right. Okay, I like how you kept it in kind of all the same thing. I went all around and then I also felt like I might have hurt your feelings when describing how you ate food because you got it mixed up. So I'm going to give you the, like a horse. You know, like a, we could all use out of feedback. We can all like use little animal. victories right now, and a little victory for you is I'm going to oh, give you, thank you brother. The winner this Neapolitan showdown. Um, all right, guys, um, stay safe, stay informed. This has been MAB Sports Podcast, episode 108. If there is ever a time to catch up on past episodes, it is now. <laughs> Uh, you guys have any thoughts? You guys want to suggest anything? i got plenty of time on your hands. Hit us with the emails. If we get enough, we'll do a big grab bag. Fuck the hour of power. Like everything gets kind of – although I think we did keep it on this one. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we're close. We'll, yeah, we'll take all the questions you guys got. Um, okay, MVP of the week. I'm going with um, all those parents um, kind of at home with their kids, now becoming teachers, uh, mom and dad's across the country locked up with their kids, trying not to go the shining on everyone. Um. Yeah, you're my MVPs. I understand that nobody was planning for this, and so having to be responsible for other human beings is, I'm sure, a handful. I have no idea.
1: I'm guessing. Yeah, you're right. And uh, yes, trying to do your job and still keep my uh, my six year old trying to figure out. You know, she's going to learn how to read and write. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't call a mulligan on this year. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, she yeah, can't just. She just can't take three months off. It's just like you know. We'll pick this back up when you're seven. You're fine. Everybody <laughs> relaxed. <relies. Exactly. laughs> um, yeah. So absolutely. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, if anything, I think uh, MVPs are the good sensibilities that people have around us. I've noticed a lot of people are, you know, the, the limited interactions, people, the phone calls, seems like there is a general sense of community that's coming out there. Uh, I like all the different fun things on Instagram that are coming through. Uh, Tango Foxtrot just challenges us to a 20 push push-up challenge on Instagram. Oh yeah. So that's, we that, that? that'll be good. That'll get me out of it. That'll help uh, me get some exercise in, but yeah, everyone, you know, is it's good. I think everyone is, for the most part right now, has kind of settled in, gotten the right mindset. So I'm going to give it to everyone out there that's listening. Uh, you know, good on you for doing what, doing your small little part, and uh, we'll get through it.
0: Excellent. Um, that's perfect, buddy. Good to see your face, most awesome. Good to this see is fun. yours. Good to see you, bro. Um,
1: I'm Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off, most awesome? Oh, audience, you can't see it, but the Brandana has gotten a clean shave on the dome skis. Looking nice. Oh, Runway, style, fame. She likes fashion.